Hello and welcome to Wallet Street. Today is February 1st, the first day of February, um, which is crazy. Time is flying by uh, very fast despite us still being confined and the pandemic still uh, going strong, unfortunately. Um, so to get right into it, I think what's top of mind for everyone this week or last week is uh, what happened with GameStop the uh, gaming company that um, whose shares were driven up uh, an absurd percent by a Reddit uh, thread by some investors on the Wall Street Bets Reddit thread, um, and uh, the hedge funds that were short the position, i.e., they thought that they were expecting GameStop's shares to fall, so they were, um, you know, short uh, the shares, um, lost a ton of money. I got a ton of comments and questions from friends over the last week about what I thought or had I seen it. Um, and uh, while, you know, which was, which was interesting. Um, but I think frankly, I was a bit oversaturated with how much media attention and just um, it just felt like that was all you could hear last week. Um, that was the only thing we were talking about. Um, so wanted to give my thoughts Um and uh, share them here quickly. Um, and, you know, I don't know that they're that much more than what has already been said. I think there's some really smart people who have already opined on it. But for me, really, what I saw as the takeaway was three things. The first is that, you know, seeing all these individual investors band together on an open platform, um, leveraging social media and the ability to connect um, across. Um, you know, across the internet and uh, pursuing an investment thesis that really was um, contra to what the hedge funds or traditional institutions um, positions were um, and really pushing that quote unquote hold the line um, thought because uh, I was reading through the thread and a lot of um, the investors or at least posts on the, on the Reddit thread were talking about, you know, don't give in, like, maintain your positions, hold the line. Um, so it, to me, brought back this theme of the have versus the have-nots or the rich against the poor or this um, emergence of like uh, kind of a Robin Hood-esque, which is ironic because Robin Hood, the brokerage firm, um, uh, we'll get to that later, was, was obviously heavily a part of this story last week. Um, but this idea of taking from the rich and the wealthy and giving to those that are smaller, you know, this David and Goliath theme. Um, I think we, we see this and um, I was, you know, as part of that, I think uh, I, I see the continuing inequality between the rich and the poor. And in fact, um, was looking up some data about that and Pew Research Center, um, which I have a link to this page that that they have on their site um, in my newsletter, but highlights in some charts the growth between, you know, uh, lower, middle, and upper class family incomes over the past 30, 40 years. It's really very striking and actually quite disturbing to see. I mean, you basically see the lower um, tier flat or losing a little bit of aggregate income, um, the middle class decreasing and the upper class just really um, growing a lot richer or their incomes are, are going up by much more percent, which is, um, I think, again, playing to this theme of 
the, the inequality, those that have, those that don't have, and I think we've seen it manifest already in different ways. Um, most recently, probably in kind of uh, Bernie Sanders being dressed, you know, uh, kind of like the everyday man with his mittens that have gotten tons of um, memes and press. Uh, we saw it during Occupy Wall Street. Um, I think we've, we will continue to see it as uh, people think about how vaccine distribution is getting done um, around the world. Um, so that really is theme number one to me from this. Theme number two is that regulating the markets can be a very gray area. And I think that regulators will have to think about what that means in the context of social media. Um, you know, is this a group of individual investors who are just banding together on a thesis that they really believe? Or is this, you know, some kind of market manipulation where you're seeing people try to keep the stock price high because they bought into it and they don't want to lose out? Um, and I think that divide or that line between those two things is really not very clear. And um, as uh, people share their investments across social channels, like what does that mean and how does the SEC regulate that? Um, or, or if it should, uh, I think that will be a theme we continue to see as well. And then the third is really that um, to me this, you know, this past week really exemplified the democratization of finance um, in the sense that technology continues to um, allow people to have access to either other people in the market or uh, be able to invest in other ass in new assets that they weren't able to before. Um, you know, overall, I think that the enablement of technology in this space is a net benefit. Um, that being said, there's for sure going to be growing pains and um, like there isn't any growth industry. Um, I think we've seen how a single individual can really start to really move markets and um, have a greater reach than probably ever before. So one um, example that comes to mind is, is Elon Musk has been an avid tweeter and um, over the past couple of years has gotten several times into, you know, hot water with the SEC about what he's saying, how that affects both the Tesla stock, but also like how it affects other, um, you know, now you've seen him uh, change his uh, Twitter profile bio to talk about Bitcoin and how that changed the price of Bitcoin. So you're, you're seeing, you know, the rise of influencers really in this industry, which is to me, no surprise given that we've seen influencers and individuals be able to really change and have a huge impact on industry in a way that wasn't feasible before. I think with the rise of Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, um, we've seen it in media, we've seen it in the arts, we've seen it um, in other industries, and I think finance is going to be no exception. And then two is that um, I think individuals now have an ability to access investments that they may not have previously been able to before through things like fractional shares. So being able rather than to wait to have to buy one whole share of Berkshire Hathaway, can I buy like a partial share of Berkshire Hathaway, um, which is a notoriously very expensive stock. Um, another 
uh, emergence of having access to new investments in a way is SPACs. Like if you think about a private equity um, portfolio manager that starting a SPAC and, you know, now a retail investor who may not have been able to buy into that um, equity, private equity portfolio or that fund uh, can now buy a, a public share of a SPAC and like get exposure to that portfolio manager's um, returns. Uh, that also is a way, in a way, democratization of finance. I think SPACs in particular, which I've talked about before, come with a lot of risk that I think we haven't explored yet enough. But um, that aside, it it really opens the floodgates. So that's my thoughts on GameStop. Um, I think just to talk about Robinhood a little bit, there was Robinhood was um, very controversial because it had limited some uh, trading last week and kind of shut down uh, trading on certain stocks um, given that uh, there was such an influx of, of demand and uh, basically they're, they're kind of um, needing to solidify their cash position. Um, so uh, Robinhood actually announced it's going to be raising a billion dollars to help with that um, because the clearinghouses where the trade settlements go through. So just to give a bit of background for those of you who may not know, and this is something I learned when I started working in, in trade operations and settlement um, for, for an asset manager. But, you know, we think that uh, uh, trades just magically settle from, you know, like if I buy a share of something, it just magically, you know, I, I magically own it. Um, but there's actually a lot of background uh, steps that happen before it goes into your account. And um, that's what's known as as T plus two or two day settlement. So it takes two days from the day that you buy or put your order in or your order goes through to it actually being in your account and, and being owned by you. Um, and because the trading was so vociferous last week and there was so much movement, uh, the clearing houses, which manage kind of this um, this settlement process, as it's called, uh, required Robinhood and others to, you know, hold more of a, a stronger cash position. Um, so that's why Robinhood is raising money. And and this kind of settlement process is actually a, a pod uh, episode that I'd like to do because I think it's something that a lot of people don't see from the outside, and it's actually quite fascinating, um, and and can have really real repercussions as we saw last week. So that's my views. Um, I'm going to move on now <laughs> because I'm sure you're sick of also hearing about GameStop. Um, so wanted to highlight uh, a lot of you have asked me some questions over the years about what is crypto? What is Bitcoin? How do I buy it? Um, can I buy a fraction of a Bitcoin or do I have to wait to buy a whole one? What is a what is a wallet? What is a hot wallet? What is a cold wallet? So if all of these questions are confusing you and overwhelming you, fear no more. I spoke with um, Aya Kentorovich, um, a friend of mine in the in the crypto industry, and she's awesome. And we had a fantastic conversation going through all these questions, talking about the industry, talking about how we got interested in it. And I think if you're someone who is trying to understand this space a little bit more, you will find it um, both, my hope is both approachable and interesting. Um, so that's on um, the website. And also uh, if you subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Spotify um, to the Wallet Street um, page there, you'll see it there as well. 
And then lastly, the last thing I wanted to talk about this week was the Super Bowl is coming up this week, which I'm super excited about. Um, I just like enjoy watching it and a couple things were interesting. So one is Budweiser announced um, that they're not going to do an ad there for the first time in like 30 some years, uh, which um, instead they're going to donate the the money that they would have spent on ads to um, help the vaccine, which I think is actually a really clever marketing ploy on their part. Um, and very, you know what, if it gets more money into the hands of helping vaccine distribution, I'm all for that. Um, but uh, so that, that's quite, um, that was an interesting announcement. Uh, two is there was a great, like Visual Capitalist did a great overview of like the rise of esports and the value of esports versus traditional sports teams. Um, you know, versus like NFL, the average NFL sports team versus the average NBA sports team and like the value of that. And while the traditional sports teams definitely still um, outrank esports, it's quite crazy to see how fast um, esports have grown um, in recent years. And I think we'll probably continue to see that. Um, and then lastly, my favorite piece is that I, Esquire had an article about how uh, 30 years ago, Whitney Houston sang the uh, national anthem at the Super Bowl, which was also took place in Tampa 30 years ago, which it's happening there again this year. And um, how her just like perfect rendition of the national anthem really set a high bar that has never been met again. And I think that that is true. So if you've never heard... Whitney Houston sing the national anthem um, in 1991 at the Super Bowl. There is a link on the newsletter, but I highly recommend listening to it. It is just like unbelievable. So that's it. Um, hope everyone has a really safe and happy week. And we'll see you all again next week. Um, again, you can subscribe to the newsletter on the website at walletstreet.squarespace.com. And then you can also subscribe to Apple Podcast, um, our page there or on Spotify. Also, if you could rate the podcast, that would be super helpful. Um, just to help gain a little bit more visibility, that would be great. Thanks all and see you next week.